Welcome to Destiny Moments with Angel Murchison. Today on the broadcast, I have Charity Cook from Global Awakening. Thank you for joining me today, Charity. Uh, thank you for having me. Well, Charity, I had seen uh, on Facebook about a dream you had, and I wondered if you could share some of what that was and how it relates to where we are today. Okay, well, it was um, about a week ago after it was the night um, that the United States had the uh, National Day of Prayer. And um, that evening I had a dream that was really short, and it was just kind of a cartoon dream, blue skies, a happy day, and I saw a big black spider float over over some people, and, and I saw the people looking at it, and it was kind of this big limp cartoon spider um, and, it, and I just saw people looking at it kind of wondering what it was and no sooner had I seen it than I saw just the steady wind begin to blow on it and it wasn't a powerful strong wind it was just a steady wind and I saw that the spider uh, retracted its legs it pulled its legs up and it just floated away the same way that it had floated in and I really felt like that was um, just the, the prayers of the saints, that the people had been praying, and it was releasing the wind of the Holy Spirit to blow out the sickness, to blow out the virus, and to blow out also fear and panic that is, you know, trying so hard to, to capture our hearts and minds. And I just saw the prayers of the saints being powerful and effective in pushing back the enemy. And so I, I feel like that just plays into... Uh, what is happening right now with the coronavirus, with the fears, with the sickness that's all over the world, really. But the, the power of the prayers of the saints really is powerful, that we need to keep praying. And I think it's significant. I don't think I said it on the Facebook video, but I felt like it was significant that there was a steady wind. Um, and it's the steady prayers of the people of God, because our, our prayers really are powerful and effective to bring an effect. You know, I was thinking of the scripture uh, as you were speaking. The Bible says to pray and to believe and to receive. And I can remember one time, Charity, as a young Christian, I felt like, you know, I would pray and then I would only like half believe. Uh, and God spoke to me and he said, you need to believe that you are going to receive. And don't you think that's a key too? I think it is, and you know, it's not just um, believing in um, believing in the promise, believing in the power of our prayer. Though our prayers are powerful, but it really is believing in the faithfulness of God. That when we know that um, when we pray, He hears us, and we receive whatever it is that we've asked for. Um, and it's not because of anything that we do or the power of our prayers, as much as it is just the faithfulness of God, that he's faithful to hear us and he's faithful to give us what we're asking for. Amen. And we know according to his word, um, there's so many scriptures on healing. There's so many uh, scriptures on um you know, that his, that he's watching over his word to perform it. And so I like to pray the word uh, because it's, I believe that, as you said, um, it's a faithfulness of God. Right. 
Yeah, and I have been doing that a lot in this time, just pulling out my Bible, and I've been praying over Psalm 91 um, last night. I think it was Isaiah 42 or 43 where it talks about you'll walk through the water and it will not overwhelm you, and, and uh, just praying over those faithful promises of God. Um, I know as a, a young girl, I grew up... Um, thinking God was mad at me, that I wasn't ever going to be perfect enough for God to love me. And you know, when you come to know the Father's love, it changes everything. It changes how we see Him. And you know, it's hard to wrap your mind around that He loved us enough to die for us while we were yet sinners. And I just believe that during this time, People are taking a look at where is God? What is God to me? What about Jesus? Um, what do I believe? Do you do you um, do you have a sense that people are starting to take another look at things? Absolutely. You know, I don't think you can come into a, a season um, that really is about life and death. It, I think everyone, not only in religious terms and um, with God, but also just in life as far as what, what is important, what is life about. You can't come, you know, just the reality of our mortality is before us. And so I think it, it is making people question what really is important, what do I believe about God, about eternity. And when we look at church history, it throughout church history, God often uses these times um, of sorrow, times of, of very hard times, he uses that to bring about revival because people no longer, um, you just can't ha hold an idol in your heart and you can't have your focus on the wrong things at a time like this. All of a sudden we have to question, what do I believe? And not only to bring people into a faith in Christ, but I think even for those who already have faith in him, but maybe haven't been living that as the, the paramount in their life that hasn't been their number one focus. That, you know, we sometimes, even as Christians, we have false idols. And in a, a season like this, it helps us reset our priorities and tear down anything that really has replaced God in our lives, that we can just come into that, um, that first love relationship as when we first knew Him. And so I see that happening for a lot of people. Um, and there's just even been a lot of talk, even as, you know, people all over the world, I have friends all over the world, and we're all going through the same thing. It's, it's an amazing solidarity and unity, even as we're, we're separated, that we're experiencing the same, same things. And so it becomes a time that our schedules are slowed down, and we even have time to just stand before the Lord in prayer, um, and not just prayer to see the sickness end, though we do pray for that, but even a prayer just to come into the presence of God, to come into the secret place um, and just stand before Him and have communion with Christ. And so even, it, it just goes back to what the enemy meant for evil, God will use for good, and where the enemy is trying to separate people and keep us from one another. I, I think the enemy knows that this is a season of revival that we're coming into, you know, this billion soul harvest. And so what better way than to separate everyone, except when you cause people to be by themselves and they turn to the Lord and it, it becomes a time of sweet fellowship with Jesus. And that's where all fruitfulness flows from, is that intimacy with him. And so I think 
as, as um, terrible as the times are, it is also a time of rejoicing and a, a time really when, when there's seeds that are growing, that God is planting things inside of us and, and we're watering and we're staying connected to Him. And I think we're going to see great fruitfulness come out of this, even this, you know, however, two weeks that we're all in quarantine or, you know, whatever, however long the season goes, it's really a time when God is just bringing us face to face with Him. And that there's just, I can't wait to see the fruit that comes out of this season. Mm. It is. Um, I, I agree with you that I feel that, you know, nothing happens in, in just accidentally. Um, I think of the scripture, Psalm 24, when he says, uh, the scripture says, um, the earth is the Lord's and everybody and everything in it. And so even though someone may not know Jesus, um, he loves them and he died for them and he wants them to know him. And he, there's a draw. And I, I feel like what you said about the harvest, I believe that we're going to see the greatest harvest. And I, I, I too agree that um, this is... This is a beginning of an awakening like we have never seen before. Um, how long have you been with Global Awakening, um, Charity? It's been over 13 years now. Wow. Can you tell me a little bit uh, how you come to know Jesus? Well, I was born into a Christian family, and so I was raised to know him. I don't actually remember receiving Jesus. He's always been a part of my life. I've always loved him. So for me, my testimony really is about getting to know him better. Um, I don't have the, you know, some people have the story of freely going into the world and drugs and, and Jesus delivered them out of that. And I love that testimony. But mine is more of the faithfulness of God. And even um, having the revelation of my own sin as an adult, as a teenager, and those things coming um, just where the Lord kept me in, in, when I was a child, gave me wisdom that I, I did, you know, I know adults that don't have the wisdom I had even as a six-year-old, realizing, oh, Jesus probably wouldn't want me to be angry right now. And, and so it really is the faithfulness of God throughout my life. Um, but I just, I've always known Him and always loved Him for mm. as long as I can remember. Praise God. Now, you have seen and been part of and experienced miracles all around this globe. Tell our listeners today about that. Yeah, I work with Global Awakening, and so it's a healing ministry, and I have been honored and privileged to just go all over the world. I think just some of my favorite testimonies, there was a few years ago I was in Brazil, and there was... I think this was the greatest miracle I ever saw with my own eyes, that um, there was a woman that came forward for prayer, that she came to the service that night with um, metal in her leg, that she was not able to bend her knee, she wasn't able to put any weight or pressure on her leg, she had to walk with crutches, and she actually took a taxi to the, the service, and she left her crutches at home because she said, tonight is going to be my night. And uh, knowing that the, the way she got there, you know, the, the tra public transportation would not be available on her way home. And so she came with faith, and she was watching a video of someone else being healed. And even as she was watching that testimony, it released something that she began to receive healing. And uh, she came forward. She could feel something happening in her body, but she came forward for prayer. 
And um, as we prayed, there was something that was bending her. We have a video and she's saying, you know, I'm not doing this. I, you know, there's something pressing me and I'm not doing this. But she ended up, she was able to bend her leg and over a course of about 30 minutes of prayer, um, by the end, she was running on the stage. She was rejoicing because the doctor had told her that um, if it didn't get better, they couldn't do anything. And if it didn't get better, she was going to have to amputate her leg. And uh, so she was rejoicing, and she was like, I'm going to go walk home tonight. And and just watching the power of God all over the world this past summer, um, for years we take teams around the world with us a lot to Brazil. We go to Brazil probably five times a year and see a lot of miracles happen. And I, I get to hear the testimony of them. But this past summer was the first time that I laid hands on somebody who was deaf in one ear. And after two very short prayers, the, the ear opened completely. And, you know, it, it's amazing to witness a healing like that, but even more to see the impact on the person and, and just watching them weep, watching them tell the, and listening to their story of what, difference this is going to make in their lives and understanding for so many people it's not just that the physical healing that the pain has left which is wonderful enough but it's actually the abundant life that a lot of times people aren't able to work um, and it sickness can drastically change the the scope of our everyday life and so healing has that power to not only restore a person's body but also to give them their life back and, and I believe that's the power of God. And even in the, the circumstances we're in today, where there's so much fear, we've already been hearing testimonies of people being healed of coronavirus. I was on a, a phone call, or actually a Zoom call, with some pastors in our network, and they were beginning to share testimonies of friends that they had in China who were, were saying, you know, we went to the hospital and we prayed and we saw people healed and people in their small groups that were sharing the testimony that they had just come back from China and people that they knew that were getting healed. So even as we're in the midst of a global pandemic, you know, our God still has authority and power over this sickness. And we already have the, the testimonies of God's healing power in people's bodies for this particular disease. Amen. Amen. We know that God works all things together for good. And so if anyone was sick today, um, at the end of the broadcast, we're going to ask that, uh, I'm going to ask that you would pray for the listeners and pray um, specifically for anyone that needs healing. But we know that he has a purpose and a destiny for every life. Now, um, I met you, Charity, over in Rasagonis at the Worship Barn. Um, it's been a couple of years ago, I think. And you spoke some words to me that there's just no way that you would ever know. You didn't know me. You knew nothing about me. But you had, you had said, I see that you have a pen in your hand uh, as a ready writer. And um, in June of last year, I published my first book called Good Morning, Beautiful People, Angel's Prayer of the Day. Um, but you didn't know that about me. or I, I sort of um, um, chuckle when I think of that because, you know, it, it helped me to push through um, to complete the project that I had started. And we know that God has put greatness in every single person. And they have a gift that God has placed within them. And I want you to speak to that today. Um, tell me a little bit 
about your gift and and about the gifts that God has placed in his people? Um, yes. So I, I think just knowing that God knew us when he formed us, you know, even before we were formed in our mother's womb, he knew us. And he designed us with a purpose. And, and our number one purpose, you know, even that scripture that God works all things to good, for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And that, that passage of scripture goes on to say that um, because those whom he foreknew, he predestined to be conformed to the image of Christ. And so our number one purpose for each and every one of us is simply to be the image of God, that we're to be conformed into the very image of his son, Jesus Christ. And that that is, you know, the power and the holiness and the goodness of God and within that, each of us are part of a body, the body of Christ, and we each have a role to play. And, you know, every life is significant, whether it was planned or whether it was a surprise to our parents. You know, every life is significant that God created us for a purpose um, and with a destiny. And so I, I think we can't count ourselves out. So often it's easy to see um, the significance in someone else and the giftings in someone else. And it feels like pride when we we think that we have a gift. But really, we are a gift to the world, that you are a gift to the world. And, and what we bring to the table is needed. It's necessary. And so one of the things I like to say is we all preach the same gospel, but we all use our own voice. And it comes across different because we each have our own experiences. And so um, I think a little bit of the gift that you were talking about, just that prophetic gifting of being able to, to pray um, is something that, like I said, I grew up knowing Jesus, and so I grew up really developing a prayer life and um, coming into that time of prayer and coming into the presence of the Lord. Um, and it, it's the season we're in now. For those who don't have that prayer life, this is a great time to develop that. You're home, you have time, and it's just with the Lord. And so I... Um, really just began to develop that that prayer and hearing the Lord. And so that's often how uh, the Holy Spirit will move through me. And I, I think it's something that I do walk in. I think it's something that is available to everyone. Uh, we all have the same Holy Spirit. And so as I pray over people, often the Lord will just give me things for them. I'll often find that I'm praying the same thing they prayed that morning. That's a testimony I get back a lot. Like, I just prayed that yesterday. Um, and so that's, God works through us all in unique ways. Um, and so people have access to the same Holy Spirit, um, and that same Spirit may operate in you in a similar fashion to the way He operates through me, and He may give a totally different gift. Um, and that's the beautiful thing about being the body of Christ, that each of us is needed needed. Each of us brings a gift to the table, um, and we're not complete without one another. That's right. We need each other, and as we come together, you know, the Bible says one can put a thousand to flight, but two can put ten thousand. And so if we had, if we come together and, like you said, all serving Jesus, all knowing that all the glory goes to him, that we couldn't heal anyone, but um, Jesus can, and he does through us. Um, but it's all for his glory and for building up the body. Um, like you said, that that woman, that uh, her leg was healed, or the, the deaf man that could hear again, those are, um, you see those happening frequently. 
where I live, we don't see them happening as frequently, but it can. And um, I believe that he said in his word, signs and miracles um, would follow us. And so as we pray and believe, I believe that God is going to manifest healing over his people. And on that note, Charity, I wanted to ask you if you would pray and um, and also release any prophetic gifting that you have, um, any words of knowledge for anyone that would be listening to this broadcast today. All right. Well, Father, I, I bless those who are listening in the sound of my voice. I pray that your Holy Spirit would touch them today, Lord. I pray that there would be a time of intimacy like they have never known, that they would come into an encounter with the living God. And Holy Spirit, I pray that the power of God would flow through their bodies right now, that there would be um, the ability to breathe for people. Lord, for those who are suffering from anything, whether it's coronavirus or the flu or allergies or asthma, whatever it is, I bless their lungs. I bless their bodies to be able to breathe. Father, I pray right now that there would be um, healing for blind eyes, for people who have... Um, degenerative diseases, macular degeneration, I pray healing over their eyes in the authority of the name of Jesus. Um, Father, I pray retinitis pigmentosa, I pray for just issues of the eyes. I just feel like there's something of degenerative diseases of the eyes being healed. And so, Lord, I bless that. I bless, Lord, people's um, lips, their tongues, their teeth, their mouth. I feel like there's something over the, the, the voice of the body of Christ. And so I bless your mouths. I bless them in the physical, that there would be healing of dental issues, healing, Lord, of gum disease. And I pray, Father, too, that in a spiritual sense, that there would be um, just a blessing on the words and the mouthpieces of God. Lord, that as your people speak your word, that there would be healing that would come in the nations. And Father, even as Angel said it, we often don't see as much um, in our area in the United States. Lord, I know that that is simply um, because often we aren't praying for it. Often we aren't believing for it. And so, Father, I pray that there would be an anointing released in the people who are listening today, that as they speak the truth, as they speak the Word of God, not by um, their own design or their own thoughts, Lord, but by the power of the Holy Spirit in faith, that there's, even as they just I just feel like even as you declare scripture, that it's going to release an anointing for healing. And so, Father, I thank you that it's not one or two individuals who carry a healing anointing, but we all have that same Holy Spirit. And, Father, that there is an army that's rising up. And even as there's a global pandemic happening, there is a body of Christ, an army of God that is rising up with healing, Lord. That you rise up, the Son of Righteousness rises up with healing in his Wings. And Father, I pray that you would make us your hands and your feet, that as a body, as your body on the earth, that we would go forth in, in the, with the, the message that the kingdom of heaven is at hand, and we would heal the sick, and we would cleanse the lepers, or that we would raise the dead. I pray that there would be deliverance um, ministries, Lord, through our lives, through everyday people. God, that you would manifest your glory, and that the world would see that you are God, and there is no other. 
Father, I bless Angel, I bless this radio program, and I ask, Lord, that everyone who is listening to this would just come into encounters with a holy, loving God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Charity, and thank you, listeners, for joining me today. I pray you tune in next week for another broadcast of Destiny Moments.